The future is now. Finding the NOSO has never been easier. Subscribe to us on our new YouTube channel, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok, and bookmark the new home for No Holds Barred, The Jenny Position, Wrestling War Zone, and all your favorite NOSO podcasts at NorthSouthConnection.com. It's New Year, New NOSO, NorthSouthConnection.com. Once upon a time, two men decided if they were making the cut. Then they made the cut. And now JT and Aaron are talking everything from wrestling to pop culture and beyond. Because it's no holds barred. Will you back down, turn and run? Or stand up with the best? It's my world, my world, my world. Yeah. You only get to do that because the rest of us are muted. Why would we want to hear that song now? I just unmuted myself. You could you could do the same, you know. Can you I? Just button with the microphone. It's very simple. Yeah. How about now? Who cares? Well, no holds barred. We're back. Uh, welcome in, audio, audio listeners, visual viewers. We're here on YouTube visually. You can see, you can subscribe. See the button right there. Just hit that. And like away. Leave some comments as we go. Tell us how stupid we are or how awesome I am. And we can uh, love to read your feedback on air. If it's how we should keep our opinions to ourselves if we're podcasters. Mm. <laughs> should uh, if you're listening, thank you. Subscribe to our audio feeds as well. And, of course, everything available at NorthSouthConnection.com. I'm JT, joined, as always, by my buddy Aaron here on No Holds Barred. It is draft day. It's always exciting when we're in the war room. Uh, first one recording after the NFL draft. So that's always, you know, fun. We outlasted them. So I know good. I can't contain my excitement. We have our draft star with us. That's not the tool man, Mr. <laughs> Timothy, Timothy T. Taylor. How are you? I'm great. Good to be here. I got my belly full uh, of uh, buffalo chicken casserole. So we're good. I'm, I'm happy. I'm content. What is a, what is a casserole? It's anything that's in a dish that gets that's it. Made. It just has to be in a dish. I've never, yeah, I don't know. I've never fully comprehended what it is. I had some Chick Fil A casserole earlier. Oh, nice. I put it in a dish. I had some uh, bread in a bowl. I did have Chick Fil A though in honor of it. I hadn't had it in forever, and and my daughter was kept asking to go, so I finally went. What's your go-to I, sauce? Chick Fil A sauce. Okay, Polynesian for me. Oh, play it straight. A little taste of haku in my mouth. To me, the, the the spicy chicken, so I don't put anything on it. I, I eat it as ah, is. Okay. I See, use I the, the sauce for the fries. I do the spicy chicken with the uh, Polynesian sauce. And it's like, have to try it. it's the greatest thing I've ever tasted. I'm trying not to get hooked back on it because it took me a while to really break the habit. So. Don't be stupid. You're going to go Just there, don't get man. a bun. No bun. You can order it without a bun. Oh, the bun is so good, though. The bun is good. Look, anyway. they care about Jesus and they care about buns. And I'm here for the buns. Speaking of great buns, also with us is Steve oh. Riddle. Steve, how you doing, buddy? Stand up, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see it. Uh, no, not not uh, not safe for work, unfortunately. But uh, no, but no, I'm, I'm no, doing good. I'm glad glad to be back. We know the who's first not best buns winner. The first best buns winner since Sunny in 1996 Slammies is Steve Riddle. So 
that's some uh, some fine company. <laughs> yes. Speaking of Sonny, it's our compadre Chad Campbell, my partner on Wrestling Warzone, rounding out the quartet of drafters here tonight. Hi, Chad. That is correct. Okay. Hello. Oh, he is just all business. He, he he's wearing a t-shirt, but he might as well be wearing a, a tie. Sorry. First off, Polynesian sauce, easily the goat sauce. No, no question. Second, I think this will be our most civil draft. Mm. Not if I have anything to say. My I friend. think the Guardians may set the record for the the most civil. That's that was well, probably the, the Guardians was so that, strange that, and weird. Like, I know. Everybody was awesome. nice. Well, and that as, as I predicted, there was no chance anyone was going to have like even want to have the same pick as someone else. So it was very. Yeah. It was more like a list than a than a draft. So yeah, anyway. we came close at one point. We did. We there did. was a sunny uh, situation where we almost overlapped. But We're all about sunny tonight in different ways. Uh, all right, Tim, uh, you want to go over the rules for tonight? And what the and draft the topic, is? And the topic. I would love to. So uh, in honor of, um, I don't know what we're in honor of, but we are talking about a, a topic of conversation in a lot of wrestling circles is like the best year of a particular superstar. Um, not giving away like picks or anything because that's not what I do here. But I know that you and your friends have sat around during a WrestleMania or a SummerSlam or anything and just picked your picked each other's brains on like best year ever. And that's what we're drafting here. So these four fine compatriots around me are going to comprise a list of six superstars who've had the best 12 month stretch at any time. Now, the caveat is it does not have to be January to December. It can be any 12 month period rolling in 12. the history of their career. It's only a year. So it uh, doesn't have to be what would be called a case quarter. It could be a whole, it could be however you want to do it. So uh, we will go around the horn six rounds. And of course the draft, as always, it's a serpentine draft. Why the snake? That's right. So whoever goes first in the first round will go last in the second round uh, moving forward. But we have to determine the uh, order one thing, of too, There's draft. one rule that we said. Go ahead. It's an anti oh, yes. rule, really. Uh, a it's, wrestler it's can contrary. be used more than yep. once. Yes, a wrestler can be used more than once. So if I take Nikolai Volkov, 88-89. I can Riddle take him in take, 90. You could take or 94, 95, which is probably his best year. So you can, you know, you can take that, Nikolai, if you need to. Uh, we didn't put any parameters on on time, right? So, I mean, whatever. If you want to go back to the 60s for your dude, you are you can have at it. So, like, it's just kind of open WWFE forever. I'm not going to argue anybody, uh, any picks. I'm not going to say whether it's right or wrong because, it's, again, it's opinion. So even if I don't agree or not, you're entitled. You guys are all entitled to what they are. I'm merely here just to keep the train on the tracks and make sure we get from station A to station Z in, in a nice, no. calm, and tender order. As always. So so next time um, I want to see you in an engineer outfit, top to bottom, <laughs> please. I have a train whistle, but it is downstairs. You need the hat. That, if you don't have the hat, I'm not interested. 
I'll get okay, you. That. I'll see what I can do. So Amazon.com. Do we have an Amazon click through that I can? We used to throw. Okay. <laughs> we used to be burning our minds. Inspiration.com <laughs> backslash Amazon. Steve, is there your house on fire? Are you okay? Okay, it got a little, it got a little hazy for a second. I was worried. No, so, I've got the blinds open. The sun's okay. kind of peeking in through. So yeah, sorry okay. about that. No, no, you're good. I was just worried because I'm like, I know you're dedicated, and I don't want you sitting through a. You know, fire. the creeping like, darkness is closing in on Chad, as you're saying. I'm, I'd be like that uh, that meme with the dog with the, with the house on fire. I'm like, this is fine. I gotta make that last pick. <laughs> I've never seen carbon monoxide poisoning in real time, and this there is it. It's exciting. It. it is exciting. But we have to pick an order of this draft, and I didn't really think of a topic. Man, you've only had a couple weeks. Look, man, uh, just to let you know, um, I really come up with these things on the spot. All right, let's do it. Uh, so whoever's house is not on fire gets first pick. I'm out. <laughs> um, Who has the closest birthday? Oh, God. To what? To today? To today's date. Air date. Uh, forward or back? Doesn't matter. Closest. 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 Yes. Might be Aaron. Oh, Steve, when's your birthday? It's August 2nd. Might be Steve. I'm okay. January 11. Okay. Yeah, I'm August 10th, so Steve screwed. <laughs> Price is right. <laughs> Steve yeah. took you down. Those two are over. They're over. birthday prices right. <laughs> <laughs> Riddle me yeah. this. There it is. I Steve, mean, he may you... be dead by the time the first It's freaking me out. It's, it looks like like a smog situation. <laughs> the we sun is <laughs> the sun is showing all of the this. particles in this it's room. Like the, it's like the end of Rogue One where that where the <laughs> thing comes at them on the beach. It's <laughs> <laughs> WrestleMania entrance. He's got the fog machine going. He's crossing the graves. And in honor of your natural fog machine, you get to pick the order of today's draft. So, what's it going to be? All right. Well, um, usually when it comes to these things, I'm never the first guy, the first one. So, I'll go ahead and give myself first first choice. Then, seconds I will give to Aaron. Then Chad third, and JT last. Collusion as usual. That sounds good. Thank you. Uh, you better not take Akeem. A scholar and a gentleman, Steve. <laughs> all right. Let me get to my screen share. Oh, I'm going to fucking a take screening? all the Akeem right before you. I'm taking Gus Fring, season five, Breaking Bad. Oh, uh, you should have gone with season four. four. That's what I meant, season four. <laughs> I think he's dead in five. <laughs> Spoilers. I believe he's blown up. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Oh, no, that's the wrong oh, nice. thing. I didn't nice. click that. Oh, good for later. <laughs> Oh, yeah, draft board. There we go. <laughs> Moving some stuff around. And let's set this order, shall we? So it is Steve, Steve Aaron, Chad, JT at the back. JT. Yeah. Back of the bus. Best buns. <laughs> Seats taken. Send it. <laughs> Why won't you go? There we go. Beautiful. Keeps moving. We're in order. No, we're so. Not. Chad, were you the kid in we Forrest Gump that said seat Leave it alone. Because that sounded yeah. exactly like that. Yeah. All right. Like so, Steve, you are officially on the clock with your first pick in the best year ever draft. 
Okay, well, there's um, been quite a few guys that could probably be um, in the running for the number one pick. Um, but for me, I'm going to go with a guy who had um, probably, <laughs> probably one of the best um, – years not just um in ring but also as a um in his character which he was never always probably best known for and that's um that's bret hart from november 96 to november 97 from the time from the time he came back you know he comes back in 96 and right off the bat has that great you know match with austin at survivor series then he kind of you know starts kind of getting on the um the kick where he feels like he's being um Things aren't going his way. He starts kind of getting a little bit, you know, starts turning a little heelish. Then, of course, it all culminates at, at WrestleMania, that awesome submission match with Austin where they do the double turn. And then, of course, by the spring, he's got the Hart Foundation with Owen, Bulldog, Neidhart, and Pillman and just goes on this incredible run. Um, culminates in the summer, you know, Canadian Stampede with a great 10-man tag. And then he becomes champion again at, at a SummerSlam. Then kind of starts going a little bit downhill from there as he's kind of not the focus anymore. He has, you know, that solid match with the Patriot. Um, the tag at, at uh, Bad Blood's kind of okay. But then, of course, it culminates at Montreal um, with the screw job. And he's, you know, that pretty much is the end. And that's pretty much the end of it for him. Uh, then he goes off to WCW and... The less said about that, the better. But <laughs> say no more. It's a good first pick. It's a really strong first pick. It's definitely one of the best years, especially when you factor in like, you know, and Chad and I are go living this in Wrestle War Zone, like how down '96 Raw television was, and how great it gets in '97 is, you know, a lot of it's driven by him. So yeah, yeah. and you and never good... thought he would have that 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 heel run in mm. him. The good thing about November to November two is you can actually with the dates get both Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. You get 96 and 97. I know 97 is not maybe his most shining moment, but it's certainly memorable. I mean, I think at that time, like Survivor Series 97, Brett might have been height of powers. Like, we get to ultimate Brett Hart form, and then it's just incredible how squandered Brett became just like a month later in WCW. I'm Incredible. Not just, I'm not going to let this happen again, okay? That was the first thing, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> can't, can't, can't stand for injustice or unfairness or anything of the sort. Speaking of injustice, or in, what am I saying? Aaron, save me, please go. <laughs> <laughs> you want justice? No. Um, That's right. Here's um, a Sid pick. <laughs> Well, listen, I think Bret Hart, that Bret Hart pick is a very good pick. And I'm going to pick something that I think there's some great matches in here, but it's not only about the matches. It's about a character being at the height of his powers and a character completely dominating the wrestling world. Uh, They see me rolling. They hate him. I'm going uh, from, I'm going Stone Cold Steve Austin from December 8th, 1997 which is the night that he throws the title, Fucking the Intercontinental the title. Day. It's all right. We know. Yeah, okay. throws the bridge. Yeah. Okay. Until December of um, 98. So you That's get, you get the whole year of Austin McMahon. You get all the build. You get all of those classic segments. You get all time matches with Mick Foley. You get a great SummerSlam buildup with uh, the undertaker. Um, I think you get a pretty solid feud with rock in there too. But my um, pick is you should have went November. 
to get what? You get Brett at Survivor Series, and December is not really. I know the bridge thing is cool, no, but you're, like you're talking about a whole other year. Brett. Oh is right, yeah, right, I'm sorry. yeah, yeah. Right. I thought about it. I thought about taking Brett Knight like from '96 to um, King of the Ring. Uh, sorry, mm. from Survivor Series '96 to Survivor Series '97 with with Austin. Yep. But I think '98 is just his touchstone yeah. year yeah. Yeah. where he's just completely dominant. Turns the wrestling world around. Maybe the most important year ever for anyone. So yeah, that's my pick. That's a good one. It's it's the only thing though is that you 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 do miss out on like that early part of '99 up to WrestleMania 15 because just because that build from Breakdown to WrestleMania is just so epic. Mm-hmm. But like you said, you got all that stuff in there. I mean, just that. that well, would you sacrifice of... that build for the '98 build? Because I wouldn't. Yeah, it's hard. I mean. Just, I mean, and plus 98's got the best stuff because, like, that's just between Breakdown and uh, and Judgment Day, you got everything from like the Zamboni to the hospital to the to the con- concrete to the cement truck and holding him yeah, hostage. Can yeah. I ask one Bad thing on the on the rule? Are we allowed to take overlap at all, or no? Like, what are we going with that? I would, you say, no, I would say no overlap. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I would say you can take a guy, and you could take you could take any a different... other time. Yeah, but if you okay. encroach on another person's year, okay, then right. that's that's gone. Yeah. Um, Chad, you sure. are up. Yeah, I'm gonna be pretty simple. Um, there's a few I think can go in the first couple of rounds. So um I'm just gonna go with CM Punk from the pipe bomb promo to June two thousand twelve. I think I, I I really wanted to hone in on uh, like Aaron said, matches, but also the moments too. So I, I think he has that. And then I think in 2012, I do at least get like the Jericho feud, which has some great it's matches great. mixed in. And uh, he's kind of really coming into his own. And you get, I, I don't know if it exactly works out, but if he, if you do get the heel turn on the Raw 1000, that may be one day or whatever afterwards. But um, it's headed that way. So I, I think that's like a seminal year um, for him and the company. And it's really, I mean, when you t- think about it, like for me, like that's the last time I was like yeah. really, really passionate. Um, there's another one later that I may pick, but but this this was when like WWE was my number one promotion during this time period. And that's the last time I can say that. It's funny because I thought about this era a lot. And I think it's a really solid pick. In my head, I couldn't get around the fall. Mm. That's like, where I got stuck on it. it too, a like bit. it was yeah. such a because everything else except for the fall is so good. And then that fucking well, it's Triple H again, right? Like, yeah, it's rough. Um, but the rest is so good that it offsets. Well, it, I like, like that. I I thought about well, I won't spoil picks. Yeah, I mean, I I think I think there's down. For most of the pick, I mean, it's really you. Re- when you start researching this, it's really tough to get a consistent. Oh yeah, it's twelve impossible. months where everything mm-hmm. right. hits. Because like even with Bret Hart, we talked about it on Warzone. Like I mean, obviously the Austin match is an all timer, but it after that, for November after and that. December, yeah. there's not much. So that's I mean, there's two months there. And his '97 um, fall is also not good. Right. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. it's it's an interesting thing when you do it like this. And I think like I thought if we didn't go calendar year, it would be less restrictive, which I think it is. But it's still tough to find like oh, yeah. 12 like banger years, 12 mm-hmm. banger months of voting candidate. So it's got a bang every month. 
Yeah. <laughs> JT, you are up to go back to back. All right. I'm going to take Scott Criscolo from PTB February 2011 to February 2012. Oh, great pick. Oh, I guess not. It was um, at the height of his powers. Yes, that's it. Downhill <laughs> since. But. All right. My pick. Making up. From March of 1998. No, actually, I'm sorry. April 98 to April 99. So Who is this? Uh, sorry, it was Vince McMahon. Um, okay. So I'm not going to get all of the uh, Austin stuff, but I'll get the Vince stuff, which includes the Austin stuff. So you get, you know, if you go from April 98, kind of right after Mania, you get the starts with the nut tap uh, from Austin, and it goes all the way through to his, you know, WrestleMania 15, Austin being the Rock. So you get the Valentine's Day Massacre. You get all the great Raw moments. You get the the Rumble, the No Chance in Hell, the Chasing the Chicken, all that stuff. So, um one of my favorites of a character of all time. Not many matches in there, but you get a ton of character, top-level character stuff. So, uh, all right, and I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna be the first person to take someone from Steve Bennett's time frame. I'm gonna go back to the '80s, and I'm gonna go with Hulk Hogan from April '86 to April '87. So I'm gonna get mm-hmm. WrestleMania two. I'm gonna get Paul Orndorff, and I'm gonna get all of the build. To WrestleMania three with Hogan Andre, including WrestleMania three. So, nice. And then I'm gonna have them come together in 2003 and have a match at WrestleMania. Mm, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> that is such two very solid, solid picks. So now that I've won the draft, what are we going to do next? Oh, yeah. I don't know about that. Let's calm down. Didn't even pick the best Hogan year. Oh, yeah. No. That's an awesome Hogan year. It's good. Not, not, not the one I had on my list. Oh. Fucking Mel well, Kite. If it's not on your list, it's an F. F. Yes. We have a saying F when we go grocery list. shopping. If it isn't on the list, it doesn't exist. So yeah. there you are. That's how I go. This is most powerful year right there. Biggest feuds. Mm. But Chad, what's next on your list, good sir? Uh, I'm a, I'm gonna pick somebody that's already been selected, but another year, and um, I'm gonna go Steve Austin. And this one has the moments, but this is somebody I do think has the match quality for all twelve months. And I'm actually, uh, I think he's one of the few candidates where you could go calendar year here, just do 2001. But I'm actually gonna do December 2000. To December 2001 because I'm not I think when you get to December 2001 and he starts with the Booker stuff like there's some comedic elements mm-hmm. with that but then the what just gets out of control which I know it was hot at the time but re-watching it it gets kind of grating and I really love his performance in the Hell in the Cell uh, in 2000 Armageddon 2000 so I think that's really like when you saw like, okay, like he's came back from his injury, he's on the rise. Um, but just, I mean, watching his 2001, I watched way too many matches worldwide in 2001. And he's great. I mean, he was mm-hmm. clearly the best wrestler in the world. I mean, you know, you had Japanese, Mexican, like there was a ton of great wrestlers that year, and Austin stood above, and he had great variety. I mean, the the classics with 
The Rock, of course, like at WrestleMania, uh, a five star match. I think anybody would say that, correct? Like, it's definitely, yeah. I know, <laughs> be an idiot not to put that at five stars. But um, also, I mean, the Benoit stuff, and then really like the stuff with Angle, too, throughout mm -hmm. the year. Like, that starts with that January Raw, and that does go into Vengeance 2001. But I mean, mm -hmm. like, that feud throughout the year, they were just magic. You there. could have, if you start like the day of Armageddon, you could have vengeance also. You get both. There we go. So thank you. I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take I'll take Armageddon to Armageddon as the book ends. Yeah, I mean, you're probably I don't think anyone's gonna top like if you looked at average match grade, like you're probably that's it. Oh no, no. Austin yeah. is on fire. No one's gonna day. touch it. Yeah, I think I I mean it's it's the whole I mean the to me, like to argue against myself for a, a clear great pick that makes me win the draft. But anyway, to argue against it, I mean the moments, it, the hill turn, it, it it does get weird. Like like when you, especially when you get to the fall of the alliance. Mm -hmm. I mean, there it's it's a weird time frame where like angles the spy and all that stuff. It's yeah, it's it's a mess. But I mean, as soon as he turned, like the crowd was still wanting it to happen it was just it's one of those things where it's like it was very ballsy of them to turn him at wrestlemania x7 he went all in to try to get that over and he did get the correct reaction in some instances but i mean it just the crowd wasn't as burned out on him as like as a hogan in 96 where it was like it was yeah. past time for it to happen so the yep. crowd was receptive to it the crowd never turned on him the way they turned on Hogan, the way they turned on Rock. Yeah. And I don't know if they ever would have. Yeah. He was just too popular. Too, too much or, and are not too, just not too burned out too. Like you, mm. like it was still too fresh that you could remember 98, 99, all the, all the glory years. Mm. For sure. For sure. I think it's, it speaks to more of just like the, it's crazy to think that you would consider like like a four year stretch as like uh have like a supernova type effect mm -hmm. where it's just you're hot and you're so hot and you stay hot for that long. Mm -hmm. Where with so many other wrestlers, they can get that hot, but can they stay that way for ever longer? He's never cooled off. But he's never, yeah, he's never cooled off. I mean, once he got hot, like literally to this day, I mean, to WrestleMania a year ago, like he's still molten anytime he's around. So, yeah. right. Yeah. He's, he, he just he's, hasn't been oversaturated. Like, there's not, I mean, right. maybe the, I mean, Bischoff is probably the closest, but even then, like, he's still over all through. Yeah. And everything. Yeah. I would I mean, say the word, the closest he gets is probably the sheriff stuff at the end. Of 03, like it's kind of like, all right, like he, you know, we thought he had this big idea and he's just, <laughs> it's the same thing, just with right. less rules around him, you know, like that, that little stretch from like when he gets fired at Survivor Series 03 until he's done at WrestleMania 20, maybe is like the shakiest stretch he has. Or early 02, I mean, like that little run from that's the booking though. It's not, they're still yeah. all in on him. It's just they don't yeah. know what to do with him during that. Yeah, period. they're kind of out of ideas, but anyway, all right, Aaron, let's go. Okay, I'm happy. Right. I'm really happy that this is falling to me now. Uh, because I'm going to pick someone who I think had an incredible seismic uh, effect on the promotion and probably doesn't get enough credit for pushing the promotion in a different direction when he comes in. I don't think he himself causes it, but I think in the same way that CM Punk 
um, I think CM Punk really, really opened their eyes to indie guys, right? Like, I think, I think he doesn't get enough credit for his, um, how, how revolutionary that, that was and how influential he was. And I think something similar happens around this time period. My dates are going to be November 29th, 1991 to November 28th, 1992. And I'm taking the nature boy, Ric Flair, which I, this is like my favorite time period, like probably ever. Uh, But I don't think it's my, it's my heart going over my head in this instance. Like I think Flair is so good in this run. The chaos that he brings to the promotion. He's as much as Survivor Series 91 is not a great show. His match is actually, re- I love that first match. I think it's really fun. It's mostly because of him. The classic rumble. You get all the stuff with building up to Savage at WrestleMania 8. You get all the TV. And then you finish off with the incredible turn of Mr. Perfect and Heenan. And like, so I think it's just a really great year for him. Um, I think he does shift. I don't know if they go to Bret Hart right away if they don't see Ric Flair as champion first. So, yeah. yeah. The thing you could have maybe shifted is just... I was when I, he was on my list, but he, I had him January to January because then you get um, the loser leaves town, which is great. That's, uh, well, yeah, if you go into the yeah, the, so you could have went Rumble ninety two to Rumble like the night after Rumble ninety three or whatever. I think it fits in. I think but it I, gets in. I think I prefer the Survivor Series match mm. to to the loser. Not that I, I think maybe the loser leaves town is a better match. But I think that Survivor Series match just sets up the character like perfectly. Yeah. Like he gets beat up in the match. He's running around the whole time and he sneaks out that win and everyone's angry. I I had the same exact dates as you, Aaron. And I do like that Survivor Series match a lot. And also I really like the Hogan house show matches Mm. from December. So you do get that as well. Yeah. And I mean, he's just so good on the TV too. Like he's... I mean, it's funny because in all these other past things, I've always been arguing pay-per-view, pay-per-view, pay-per-view. But now I feel like uh, like my guys are much more heavily TV-based. Not that Flair's pay-per-view matches aren't good. I think they're all great. But the TV really strengthens I mean, you could even, if you wanted to, like, kind of shift it up, you could even do, like, September to September. You don't lose a ton in the fall. I guess you lose the perfect turn, but you pick yeah. up the Piper and Vince thing on Superstars. Yeah. Um, and when's the Thunderlips promo? Isn't that like earlier in the fall too? Or is that, do you get that? It's in the, the buildup to um, Undertaker and Hogan. Right. So, so you but, might, I don't know if you get it in yours, but whatever. I'm just saying have. if you wanted to play with it a little bit, like that's a great TV segment when he knocks. Oh, He attacks amazing. Piper in the TV stand and knocks out Vince and all that. And yeah. yeah. So you could do that too. Nice. Steve, you are up with the back-to-back. A lot of good years and a lot of good wrestlers still on the board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think um, we ask a lot of uh, fans today. One of the things that we definitely miss is that long-term booking that we usually don't see a lot of today like we did back in the day. But I would argue that in the modern era, there was no better example of how great long-term booking was and the payoff we end up getting then. Sami Zayn's April 2022 to April of 2023. From the, the after losing that insane match to Johnny Knoxville, he was just like at his lowest point. So he turned to he turns to the bloodline for some comfort and support, and just seeing that entire like build to him earning their trust to the point that you know Roman makes him an honorary member, and him just kind of ingraining himself in the thing. I mean, he made feeling oozy. A freaking, you know, you know, just a, you know, just 
part of the lexicon for fans to the point that you know Roman broke character and cracked up about it. Uh, that's how great it was. And then you know, obviously, it all comes you know it builds and builds and builds. You get the great you know War Games match, the Survivor Series, where he is the catalyst in them winning, and he eventually gets accepted by all of them, including you know Jay, who had you know been kind of leery about it. Then things kind of start to slip as we get to the new year. And then it all finally comes to a head at the Royal Rumble when he, you know, he's given the choice to go after his, you know, his longtime best friend, Kevin Owens. And instead he turns on Roman and it leads to their great match at the Elimination Chamber where, you you know, he he comes so close to winning, but he ends up, he doesn't. And then eventually, you know, Jay, and who had, you know, teased kind of staying by Sammy's side and then turned on him to stick with his, you know, his brother and then. Uh, Sammy and KO rec- reconcile and it leads, like I said, to WrestleMania this year where mm-hmm. Kevin and uh, Sammy won the tag titles in that epic match and you know, I know, you know, I- I'm sorry, Ric Flair you know, he says that his, you know, Charlotte and Rhea should have main event in night one and as as great as that match was there's no way, there's no world where that tag match wasn't the main event, just for how ins- how great that build was and just how incredible of a payoff it was to see these two guys who have you know been best friends for for so many years they've been great rivals to see them on the biggest stage of all as the unified tag team champions was just an amazing payoff to that storyline so i think there's no doubt that sam that year for sammy was one of the best ever you're not gonna hear an argument for me on that that's solid i mean that's a it's as good of a modern era pick as you're right. going to get. Yeah. Like yeah. he is, he is a catalyst of change in the direction of WWE storytelling for the bloodline. Like, mm. I don't know if I agree with that. I, I mean, I mean, agree the year is great, but a catalyst of change. They didn't for the change bloodline their plan. story. They didn't Lethal change their plan. That was a poison. Yeah. But it, it's, it's, it, it goes back to what we're changed. talking about. After it definitely changes the focus of the bloodline away from Jay and from it being a Jay and Roman story oh, to sure. Sami sure. Zayn making it like have an extra wrinkle. It did give an extra wrinkle. You're right. A wrinkle in time. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Steve, yeah. let's add another wrinkle to your list. Uh, your third round pick. Okay. Well, for my third round pick is um, another storyline that was a, uh, this one was definitely a lot more driven by um, by the fan base, just because of how much this guy got over um, so naturally. And again, you could argue like what the what was the ultimate plan for him, but I think um, what we ended up getting for the moment at the time was great, and that was um, Daniel Bryan's run from April 2013 to April 2014. So basically Mania 29 to Mania 30. Um, you know, he starts the starts that period off with, you know, with Kane, with Team Hell No, they're having a great run. Um, then they, they lose the tag titles to the Shield and they kind of end up splitting off. And of course, Brian wins the, the uh, title at SummerSlam from Cena in an excellent match. But of course, it all leads to uh, Triple H turning heel. Orton cashes in his money in the bank. He becomes champion. Of course, the authority is born. And their fall run was... Had its moments, but I think ultimately it didn't, you know, and Brian also doesn't win. And then he gets um, kind of shuffled away from that. He and Punk do their feud with the Wyatts. And then eventually Brian joins the Wyatts. And of course, it caps off with that great turn from him and um, right before the Rumble. And then he and Bray have their great match of the Rumble. Um, then, of course, you know, everyone thinks he's going to get the Rumble match itself. He doesn't. Um, and then it eventually builds and builds from there. He does the... Um, 
the hijacking of Raw with the fans. And, of course, it leads to him beating Triple H at Mania, leading to him winning the world title at Mania against Orton and Batista. So, again, just a really kind of great cap or ending. The only thing that hurts it, again, is what happens afterwards, the fact that he gets he gets hurt not long after that, and he has to relinquish right. it. But in that moment, seeing him with those two belts in the Superdome with all the confetti flying was just such a great capper to the 30th Mania. And it, had, it gave you kind of that same my you know kind of same visual similar to brett at 10 to benoit and eddie at 20 it was that same you know that same feeling you got that this guy finally had achieved his his big goal and you were praying that you know you're hoping it was going to lead to something great obviously unfortunately it didn't but for the moment it was just such an amazing capper to this guy's year yeah i mean without question i mean daniel bryan uh standing tall at WrestleMania one, uh, WrestleMania, as as uh, my good close personal friend Marcus, co-host of WWE War, would say, uh, WrestleMania Dino Bravo one. Uh, it is absolutely incredible that year, and, and of course the timing is is just right because again you 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 pick a any time a little bit later, you're cutting into Daniel Bryan going through the the hardships and and being hurt and having to relinquish the title and uh, ending it on the high of WrestleMania 30 is definitely uh, the sweet spot for uh, the yes, man, Uh, Aaron, you are up for round three. Okay. So for my third pick, uh, someone I didn't think would still be available at this time or hasn't, hadn't been picked yet. He's kind of a tricky one. Um, And no matter what I pick on this, I'm sacrificing something. Uh, So I got to pick what to sacrifice. And I'm actually going to pick a year where this guy is inactive for some of the year because I think the highs that you get are so high that um, it more than makes up for it. Um, I also was thinking about another guy whose character work was so good during this period. Um, I was going to kind of leave him for the end because I didn't think anybody was going to take him. But in taking this guy, I think I get it all, which is good. So I'm taking the Macho Man Randy Savage and I'm taking from WrestleMania 7 right until the beginning of WrestleMania, right, right before WrestleMania 8. He was and on I, my short list. Yeah, I, I tossed around uh, WrestleMania 3 to WrestleMania 4 because you could get both. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to say picks. But to me, like, this is Savage at his most intense. Like, you get the really cool, you get the amazing match with Warrior, the, the emotional climax of that. But then you get the Jake feud. And I think mm-hmm. that Jake feud is like, Thinks you can't get seven and eight together. I know, I know the dates yeah. just don't line up, but in the end, I've already got flair right in theory. Yeah. So yeah. I've got that match in theory. Uh, and it's cool because they kind of keep them apart until then, so it really is almost two different years, right? So, anyway, I needed Savage on my list, and I'm I'm happy with that time frame. He he was tough to lock down, mm-hmm. yeah. Baby gets, I mean, nerves. But did you did you guys see any other options other than the two that I mentioned? Uh, yeah. I mean, I had one more that I thought of that I may pick. Still do. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Still available. I mean, especially yeah. is it is it is it a need for you to pick now, Chad, or do you think that nah, I'll say your it. flex is a little I'll, later. I'll, I mean, I like it. I just. He he was somebody that's difficult because it's like when you think of, 
I mean, you know, when we do GWWE finishes one, and he's he's very high on my list too. But in the confines of this draft, like he was tough to have. Like, okay, I mean, I think third round's fine, but I, he felt like somebody that like you would have thought Mike could have had like a first round yeah. level year, and he just, yeah, yeah. I think in the confines of this, he just didn't have that. So, nope. Is that does that speak to more of like his spurtability where? Mm-hmm. He has a lot of high moments, but it's pockets of time. Well, they cool them down a lot. They would just like sideline them a lot, you know? Yeah. I think if if you could get seven and eight, it's a first round pick. Right. Mm -hmm. Because then you get those two matches. But because you can't get both, he gets relegated. Right. Yeah, that's that's the the frustration of Mania being March and April. Mm -hmm. It's like it it screws up a lot of these (laughs) God, that that is even a that is a conversational topic that I think that could be had or should be had is should there be a fixed date for WrestleMania every year? Kind of like Wrestle Kingdom. We always know it's April. It's it's January 4th. Like, can they always say the first Sunday in April or the last Sunday in March and just always be then and just take Easter and stupid calendar way it works. Right. (laughs) Right. It uh, oh, the calendar, the the foil of it all. Oh, Julius I, Caesar. That's bastard. right. <laughs> Deserves to die. Someone should stab I know. him. <laughs> Give him the what for. Uh, Chad, you are up. Oh, man. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tough. I, I think I'm going to pick who I actually thought Aaron was picking um, when he was going through his spill. Um, I'm I'm gonna pick Brock Lesnar. I think he's also somebody that's kind of tough to lock down a period mm-hmm. for. I'm going SummerSlam 2014. Damn it, that was my next pick. Fuck nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Do the two SummerSlams fit? Do yeah. they both fit? Oh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, they do. Yeah. That was that was gonna be my exact pick right there. Next, exact to the date. Well, I mean, Brock's on my list. I just had a different year. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. You get so you get the, the two Summer Slams don't fit. Fit. Oh, you only, you only get one of them. Okay. Well, we'll go the 2014. Good call. I, I can do without the Taker match. Good call. Um, but uh, yeah. I mean, I think you once you look at it, you get the Cena match and then the three way at the Rumble and then the Rain stuff. It's just. Yeah, he, he he felt kind of at the peak of his powers as far as being dominant. But then once you had the uh, Reigns match, I mean, I don't know. Like, I still think that's maybe the best main event in WrestleMania history. Like, when it comes down to it, as far as in ring until the finish. I don't like the finish. I know that may be controversial, but. You don't um, like that it's a cash-in or you don't like that Rollins wins? I, I just didn't like the way it was done. I thought it was inconsistent that they never said like he could just rush in and do that. Um, and I think it cheapened like that the crowd, I mean, just with Reigns, like this will turn into a Reigns thing, but they'd, been, they'd like tried so hard to get the crowd behind that guy. And the way that mm-hmm. match was worked, like the crowd was behind Reigns. Like he was showing his toughness and it was the first time somebody was giving it to Brock mm. in this like dominant run. I mean, you just seen Cena demolished and everything else. And even in the the three the three way at 
uh, Royal Rumble, the way it's worked, if it's just like, oh, it's action, 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 but like Brock had an answer, right? Like he was in the right place, right time for everything. Um, right. and, and that match wasn't worked that way, but, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a great, I mean, it's a great Brock year. He feels like a monster. And... What do you think of the uh, night of champions match? Very good. good yeah. Very that's, good. that's where I'm at with it too. Yeah. It's like the lesser version, but I yeah, really I don't, don't, I don't love I, that Cena wins by DQ, but no, it's, it's not great. I mean, the, the, the stuff with Cena's interesting with Brock because I mean I think Extreme Rules 2012 is the best oh, match of it all. Yeah. I guess it's an amazing match. But, but again a bad ending. A bad ending to that finished, match. Yeah, yeah like of the matches I rank five stars that may honestly have my least favorite finish. Like it's possible because I don't I disagree with the finish but I still think like the match is so amazing that it's five stars. So for your rankings then like, cause for me, cause for me, this is probably way too nerdy, but for me, I can't rank it five stars because I think the finish is so bad. Yeah. Like, yeah, how does I that mean, work for you? It doesn't. It's one of my lower, like, if you look at my overall five stars, it's in right. the bottom, you know, quarter, probably 10% for sure. Right, right, right. Yep. It's a uh, product of good rounding, I would say. It's like a it's like a four point nine 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 nine. You can't have that rounded up to, to five and and sneak yeah. it in. That's, that's why you have the ten point scale. Like uh, my <laughs> four, my five star matches are nine point eight and above. So you, you can slide that in as a nine point eight and be right. on your own. That's fair. I actually like that a lot better. Yeah. It gives a lot more variability, but. Uh, JT, go ahead and hit us with your pick three, and then we'll do a mid-draft recap to give you time to jostle your brain for your pick four. I mean, I've only had 40 minutes between picks, so I think I'm all right. But um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, go for the hat trick of Steve Austin. I'm surprised this one's still out there, but I feel like i got to get some stone cold. So I'm going to go Survivor Series 1996 till whatever the equation is in 97. You get but... both. You get both. Okay, you would so you get, get both. Survivor Series 97. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, you get the Brett matches, both of them. You get the Rumble win. You get all of the Team Canada stuff throughout 97. I mean, awesome raw stuff. Yes. Yeah, so you get the Somerset, which is a great match. We still get hurt. But then even the fall after the neck breaking is great TV. We're stunning yeah. everyone um, right before he's going to break out. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't get. I didn't get that Brett stuff, but I'll get the Austin to mirror it. Yeah, absolutely. Like this is I when I was toying with like the thoughts of Austin in my mind, I wanted SummerSlam 97 somewhere. Hmm. And so my thought was maybe you go August 97 to August 98 and you cut Yeah, that could have been. Cuz you can't some pieces out. It's cuz you can't get both SummerSlams cuz that 97 Oh, right, is that like one's early, early yeah. in the month. Yeah, that's right. And you need the you need the first one to be later. It gets yeah. Right. I spent too much time thinking about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't spend enough time cuz like when you guys drafting, I get to I get to kind of be like the first listener. So it's really awesome to like hear all of you guys actually hypothesize and and, and I do think, your little. I think this proves out that Austin's probably the best. Well, I mean, as far as like full year, I mean, yeah. this guy's got three years on here, and you could argue all three are like maybe the best three years in company history. I mean, really, like there's not a lot of flaws in those three years with for him. Yeah. Right? And it's not like '99 is shit. 
either for him. Oh, you could easily. Mm-hmm. So like, what would the gap be that's left in here? December 99 to December 2000 is like still get like a ton of stuff, really. I mean, yeah. you know, it's. Well, December 90. Uh, oh, sorry, January December 99. January to January. Huh? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a gap yeah. in there that you could take. Yeah. Yeah. You could do all of 1999. That wouldn't be. Yeah. You, know. you could do December to only... December 99. Yeah, December 98 to December 99. Yeah. yeah. And it's not as good, but it's still. It's still great. And you yeah. get all the, you know, big McMahon stuff and Undertaker feud and all that. And whatever. That, that shot of him at WrestleMania 15 with like his foot on McMahon, his hand mm-hmm. into the air and the beer, like mm-hmm. that should be, that should be as big a shot as Hogan slamming Andre. Right. But right. it's never been elevated to that point. That's very true. But uh, g- giving a quick recap of what we got, you guys see it at home watching on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe, like ring the bell. See whenever we're here for uh, the next draft and other versions, iterations of no holds barred. We're also here, JT and Aaron by themselves going through the entire lexicon of title changes for the WWF. Uh, so you, you can't miss it for no holds barred. Uh, but for Steve, you got Brett from November 96 to November 97, Sammy Zayn from April 22 to April 23 and Daniel Bryan from April 13 to April 14. Aaron is second has stone cold from December 97 to December 98 nature boy, Rick flair from November 91 to November 92 and macho man, Randy Savage from March 91 to March 92. Chad's got CM punk from the pipe bomb to June, 2012 stone cold from December, 2000 to December, 2001 and Brock Lesnar from August 14 to August 15. And then JT has Mr. McMahon from April 98 to April 99, Hulk Hogan from April 86 to April 87, and Stone Cold Steve Austin from November 96 to November 97. And JT feels like he's in the he's in the he's loaded the spaceship with the rocket fuel. He's ready to go with his fourth pick. I'm sticking with the star power theme. I'm going to go back to the turn of the decade 89 into 1990. And I'm going to go take the ultimate warrior from WrestleMania five to WrestleMania six, which you get both you get because it's April 2nd, to April 1st. Mm-hmm. So you get the rude match of five. You get the rude match of SummerSlam. You get the whole Andre feud. And then you get the rumble, 90 rumble, which is awesome. Of course, one of the best rumbles ever. And then you get the ultimate challenge. So you get the survivor um, series 89 too. Which yeah. Which he's is really too. good in that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a meteoric push and rise. That's his best year ever. Uh, oh, he's yeah. awesome. And just getting the ultimate challenge for me, was, was worthwhile, but to also get the whole root feud. Um, and just like the juggernaut that he was, I mean, when you look back historically, you're like, Oh, you know, they don't help him after WrestleMania six. Hogan was still hotter, but like he was, hotter or as hot as Hogan through most of the 89 to 90 run. I mean, it was, no. you know, the, of today you people be going fucking crazy if they didn't have him win that match. Right. Like that's how over he was going into WrestleMania six. So um, I wanted to stay with the big star power and that's like a, just a dominant year for him. And I just want people to know, I had no idea where he was going when I said the load, the spaceship with the rocket fuel comment <laughs> this is completely kismet. Uh, insane warrior like promo. Yeah, there you go. That's right. But uh, Hulk Hogan, uh, assume the controls, Chad. Uh, your pick is next. I'm I'm horrified how recent my picks are for my draft. But, uh, <laughs> it's weird. What are you doing? <laughs> I, I, I mean, the Ultimate, Miz, eighteen nineteen. Ultimate Warrior was on the short list, so that was a good pick. Um, 
I am going to, I'm still going to be fairly recent, I guess. Uh, I'm going Chris Jericho. This is from basically Judgment Day 2008 through Judgment Day Great. 2009. You get yeah. both. Um, so that, that gets all of the Michaels feud. And then leads into the stuff with Steamboat, and then also gets that first Ray match. Um, so, yeah. just a great year. I mean, he was really when he came back, he was shaky. So much, yeah. So like, not great. And then, and then as soon as he starts, that's somebody that when he turns ill, like he just yeah leap off. off the page. Yeah. yeah, we've covered it on the Place of podcast, and you've heard it. It's just like an incredible run. And I mean, even like. He's a guy too. You could, I, I think it's a rarity for that time frame to have a guy with two consecutive years, but I think his May to 09 and May to 10, it's like, yeah. like not to give away picks that you probably won't go, I'm guessing, but it's like what, you know, where we are in PTB, like I'm in the fall of 09 and he's still awesome. Like you get the whole Ray feud, the Jericho team is so good. Um, and then into 10, you get the title feud with Ed. So it's like, you still get some really good stuff. I mean, he won. Like, say what you will, like, he won the Observer Award for Most Outstanding Wrestler for both of those years, 2008, 2009. So, right. he had it both. The reinvention of Chris Jericho was definitely something that was, you know, everybody talks about The Undertaker being one that can reinvent himself. Jericho is obviously always in that conversation. But that iteration, the No Country for Old Men Chris Jericho, uh, that is peak prime height of powers jericho and that's crazy because there's probably two other height of powers jerichos you could probably pick from and not be wrong but this is the one i think that has will have the most staying power because i think it's so different yeah. from everything you know of chris jericho um but still giving you that same charisma that same uh in ring work that you're used to seeing whether it's Lionheart or it's the master of a thousand four holds or whatever uh, good good pick right there, Chad. Uh, Aaron, you are up. So the way I work these drafts is I basically have a spreadsheet with everything ranked, right? Mm -hmm. Like in this one. Shocking. It's one, I know, right? It's one to 47, right? In this one. And like, I was expecting some of my top picks to be picked. And then, and I understand they might not be your top picks or whatever, but this one's still sticking around. And I don't, it's not, I'm going to have to pick it because it's just too good not to. You got to pick your being be true to your own board. I know. And despite the fact that I know some, I had these like sneaky ones that I thought would be really good, but apparently they're not, they're, they're too far down. So I'm going to go with, again, something shockingly recent, something that I've gone on record criticizing a lot. I'm going to go from SummerSlam 2020 and you get 2020 mm. and 2021. And I'm taking Roman Reigns. I'm mm. taking the tribal chief. You're getting all the Jey Uso shit. You get an incredible Kevin Owens feud in December, January. You get Daniel Bryan. You get the stack him and pin him with Edge and Bryan at WrestleMania. You get all the stuff in the spring, the build. You get Cesaro. You get Bryan on, the, on SmackDown. And, um, and then you also get the Cena payoff at SummerSlam. My critique of Roman Reigns, his current run has always been, it was started out so strong and then kind of has been the same thing ever since, which is why I took the strongest part. Well, I know who won the draft for me. I'm done. I don't have. To yeah, I mean, anymore. it was on my list too. It's definitely, <laughs> it's the only thing I'd even consider taking from any pandemic era stuff. Only because yeah. it is so good and his bad. I mean, nothing else would even yeah. rate. But, um, and and like you said, you get the Mania Tampa match, which is you know like 
just a great moment in, in atmosphere as part of it. So, and like when you look at the st- like like we we're talking about who are we talking about had like the bit the it was Austin who had like the biggest star ratings, right? Yeah, I think this might rival it because like every pay per view match is like at least for me, I, and this is someone who doesn't like him too much, right? Mm-hmm. But I think I got the first Jey Uso match at like four and a half, the second one at five. The Owens one at four and a half. The Cesaro one at four and a quarter. Like it's it's that nonstop right. for the whole year. Yeah, it's it's this era of Roman Reigns. It's like mastered the WWE main event pay per view style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he could he can work this match with anybody in their sleep. Like yeah. it's it's borderline Flair levels in Jim Crockett. Like bring anybody in, I'm gonna work this match. Whether it's Sting, whether it's Luger, whether it's Magnum, whoever it is, like we're gonna I'll, have a great match. I also feel that in this era, it's not as excessive as the matches are now. Right, right. These matches aren't 40 minute matches where like with 10 million kickouts. Like some of them are, but like I feel like every match now is that. Whereas this right. was still a, you still got at least the beginning. You got like a really cool dominant heel champion. Yeah, which I really yes. like. Right. I would love to see that come back at some point. It's hard to say if we're going to get the toothpaste put back into the tube. You won't. But uh, time will be the uh, greatest teller for that one. Uh, Steve, you are up for round four and five. Okay. Before I um, think of, because I have a couple in mind right now, just to just really quickly verify since JT took a guy from April 89 to April 90, I can't pick anybody else from that same time frame, correct? No, you can. can. You just can't take um like you warrior, couldn't take warrior to May like 89. August. Oh, okay. You okay. couldn't take warrior from August 89 to August. Yeah, you can take someone else. You just can't but take You could the take same you could take Rude if you wanted. Yeah, you just can't yes. take yeah, you just can't take the same dude in a in an overlapping month. Okay, that's okay. Just want to just want to verify because I have a uh, I'm actually going to kind of flip the script a bit here and I'm not going to go with a tag team mm-hmm. that had a great run during that same period and that's demolition yeah. from april 89 to april 90 they of course went into wrestlemania 5 as a champions they completed their you know year um they have a good match with the powers of pain and mr fuji then they have a good little um house show run with the twin towers that spring and the summer have the few with uh, the brain busters where they trade the belts back and forth um they had the really fun that fun six man at um SummerSlam. them and duggan against andre and the the towers uh they're part of that you know them, Jake and Hogan, the star-studded Survivor Series 89 team. Um, the, you know, the matches, you know, what you'll want to make of it, but uh, it's still... It's all the moments. I mean, this was on my list, too. It's arguably, I, I mean, it may be the best single year for a tag team and, co- like, a real tag team, not, like, you know, superpower tag team, but, like, a right. pure tag team year. Right. I mean, it's it's pretty high, you know, like, just some later, like, at the turn of the century, but, like, I mean, they're just the pops alone at WrestleMania five and six make this worthwhile to put on here. Right, yeah, they were on my list this exact time frame. That's yeah, so like it was just it culminates at six yeah. when the title, the colossal connection, just the pop they get yeah, when they awesome. win is just incredible. And that's really the end of them as a team. I mean, they start to kind of lose their direction right after that. I mean, Crush debuts almost immediately after WrestleMania, so it's like that's really almost the ending of them. I mean. You know, I think four to five, like, again, I'm not to give away picks. I can't imagine they're going to go. But, like, for most of me, four to five is also one that 
um, is a great run for them too. But I like five yeah. to six. So good pick, mm-hmm. Steve. What do you got next? Yeah, yeah. And then for my uh, for my next pick, I'm gonna go um, the later 2000s with a guy who is uh, I think had a really great run um, there as champ when he was the champion. That's John Cena from September 06 to yep. September 07. You know, from him winning the title at Unforgiven 06 against Edge in the TLC match in Toronto, um, overcoming the, you know, the hostile crowd to get, you know, win that. The end of 06 is, you know, is uh, kind of up and down. He's got some decent stuff in there. But then you got the few with the MAGA at the beginning of 07. Yeah. Their awesome last man standing match with the Rumble. Um, the good tag match at No Way Out. Then the, the you know, two matches with Sean at Mania. And then the one in London, which is great. The four-way at um, Backlash is really good. The fact that he carries Kali to two very serviceable to good matches um, is really commendable. Um, the match with Lashley at Great American Bash, I think, is very underrated. Um, then he has the match with, matches with Orton at S- SummerSlam and Unforgiven, which are pretty good. And then, obviously, obviously does include No Mercy when he gets hurt and he ends up having to forfeit the belt. But um, but that run that run of his from September 06 to September 07 might be his um, his best run of his career. Oh, Have you checked you. the 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 black smoke behind you lately? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's now the sun's going down, so now it's getting a little darker. So yeah. if you if you watch the um when me and uh, Ryan did the the Rollins Omas um um bill for backlash, um it gets dark in there too. So <laughs> I, I struggled with Cena a lot because I wanted to find a way to include the JBL uh bloodbath at Judgment Day 05, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. also the ECW one night stand. In 06, because mm-hmm. I think ECW One Night Stand 06 might be low key one of his best performances ever, just in terms of how he carries himself. And right, it's an impossible puzzle. Yeah, I I have the same exact dates uh, that you picked, Steve. I yeah, I, like, I like these dates because you do. You mentioned it, but yeah, you get the One Night Stand, and then you get the Orton um, SummerSlam match. So it's good, good pick. Well, Aaron, let's see if you've got at least one more good pick left in you. Got about or maybe two. Um, probably not. Uh, man, this is like I wish we had like eight rounds now. Uh, I know I got at least three. Yeah, 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 like yeah. I've got a bunch that I. I should want go four. There's four I really want. So. All right, so this is kind of an off the wall pick a little bit, but I'm gonna take it because I think I think this person deserves to be. Um, recognized and i think that um i think that they it's really hard to nail down a 12-month period for this person without getting some major shit but i think i found one so i'm going september 1997 to september 1998 and i'm taking the undertaker because mm. oh. you get the two michaels matches including the hell in the cell which i think is the best hell in the cell still to this day you get uh, the, the casket match, which is great. Then you get the whole feud, the buildup with Kane, and they're involved too. You get the destroying of Mick Foley, <laughs> King of the Ring. And then you finish off with the Highway to Hell with Austin. Yeah. And so in, in terms of his whole career, I think this might be his most consistent 12-month period. You got to think the other contender would be like WrestleMania 23 to 24 probably because you get all the the series and that gets old you know after a while but also it's because he he goes away for a while and we end up with batista and edge for like half the year in 07 yeah yeah Yeah, he got hurt yeah 
Because uh, he thought... comes back at Survivor Series, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he does. He's flaming the flaming casket. <laughs> I I didn't realize like how deep this draft was going to be, and I thought I might be in the bind. So as a funny pick on uh, round six, I was going to pick Undertaker WrestleMania 27 through 28. It's just those <laughs> two matches. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Throw it in. <laughs> two for two. All right, that's Chad's pick. No. So I'm up. <laughs> We're we're going to have we're, we're we're deep enough. Um, I am going to go uh, Eddie Guerrero, SummerSlam two thousand three through SummerSlam two thousand four. Let me double check. You may not can get both of those. If not, we'll take two thousand four. So we get the uh, angle. Get, yeah, get the angle stuff, and I don't think you would get both. So are we um, going yeah. uh, 04 to 05 or? It'd be, it'd be uh, August 03 through August 04. You just. Okay. So you, you want to get SummerSlam 04 in. I do want SummerSlam 04. Okay. Uh, just to get the angle match. But yeah, I mean, so you, the, the 03 stuff is, is whatever. I don't think it's like, it's not on the, this isn't on the list because of that, but I don't think it's awful. But then his 2004, I think, is fantastic. So, uh, you get the Brock match, you get the angle matches. And then, I, to me, the, the cornerstone of this is actually JBL stuff. I still, I know it's like we all have like those matches that we really are just honed in on. But the Judgment Day 2004 JBL match, the bloodbath, I, that to me is a masterpiece. Like, that's one of my top 20 matches probably in promotion history. Like, it's just... Everything about that feels like a brawl and uh, really resonated. And I think he had the character stuff, too. So that's, that's my pick. Mm-hmm. Can't right. go wrong with that. JT, you get to go back to back to close out your draft. It's tough because I got four. I've been haggling in my mind and none of them went that last round. So, um, all right. First up, I'm going to head to early 1997, starting at. I guess March 14th, whatever. <laughs> uh, it's not going to go to, all the way to March. I believe March 14th, 1998 is WrestleMania 14, right? Is that the date? Um, so I'm going to go Shawn Michaels. I'm going to get, uh, you know, the him and Austin as a team. I'm going to get the match of King of the Ring. I'm going to get all of the Heart Foundation DX. I'll get the Bad Blood match with Taker and then all the Tyson stuff up until 14. I was back and forth on this because it is, you know, his stuff from Mania till his teaming with Austin is a little shaky, but DX is like too good to pass up. It's like some of the best heel work in company history and just awesome TV at the time. And to get the hell in a cell, you know, it's worth it. So, hmm. and I wanted to get Sean. I felt like that was the best shot at him. I, I think he's think difficult to hone in on too. He yeah. has, uh... he's surprisingly shockingly difficult. Yeah. Like there's no, yeah. Mm-hmm. You'd think there'd be more, but I mean, we just went through his whole 96, and it's like, there's some good stuff. I mean, you could probably yeah, go. I mean, 90, 96, I think a lot of people would turn to, and it, it's really hurt by the TV. Right. I mean, yeah. it's just not – like, if you just look at the pay-per-view, it's there, but the, the TV's – You can maybe go, like, SummerSlam 95 to 96, and you get the Razor ladder match. Um Good friends, better enemies. Yeah, you get you get, some you get that. I mean, the build we talked about sucks, but it, it would just it would stink not to get the Foley match. Right. I mean, yeah, I think yeah, that's like the actual best match of the yeah. whole 
I think that's the that's the problem with Sean. It's not that it's yeah. hard to pen down a, a 12 month period where he has great matches. It's hard to do it without leaving something that you really want in there off. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm sure there's years in the modern in the return that are, you know, I debated like SummerSlam 02 to 03 to get the yep. Triple H match and Jericho and all that, but there's not enough in there. Like, there's, yeah, it's, like, it's light. Yeah, even his stuff, with the, even his stuff with the Rockers too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think like '89 would be awful for him because the Rockers were great. But, yeah. mm. All right. So with my last pick, uh, I had to get this guy on the list, my all-time favorites. That is Kurt Angle, and I'm going to go June 01 to June 02, oh. which gets you oh. King of the Ring uh, with against Shane. Gets you the Austin feud that you talked about earlier, Chad. All that stuff on TV that was awesome. Um, and then it gets you the Edge Edge series is pretty good. It gets you the Hogan oh, okay. match, King yes, of the Ring. Yes. Um, I debated. I went back and forth all afternoon on August to August to get the Ray match. Uh, it's SummerSlam 02, but I preferred the Shane at King of the Ring. And the t and the angle on TV in June, July, and August was worth, I think, like giving up the Ray match. I, I had the I had angle on the list. It was from October 2000 to October 2001. That's, a, that's <laughs> the day range I had. You uh, got yeah. both no mercies with it. You yeah. get the Shane match still. But yeah. yeah. But I really yeah, wanted I, his. Uh, yeah, I guess I would have gotten SummerSlam too. Um, yeah, I was thinking uh, April 02 to April 03. He's got a lot of options. <laughs> They're all valid. <laughs> Do you get you get both no mercies for 2001? Yeah. 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 Uh, Is anyone taking that? I don't want to take anyone's pick. I'm going to switch, switch to that if no one's going to give a shit. I'll go to that. Because 02 so what's is that really range, good. What's that range now? It's October. October. 2000. Uh, October, mm -hmm. October 2000. October 01. 1000. Because <laughs> then you get the whole, uh, everything with the Austin stuff. I think when, yeah, I mean, I think that's good. Because when you look at the Alliance stuff yeah. at the end of 01, it gets a little. Shaky. Yeah. yeah. I mean, really, once he lost that three-way at no mercy, it was like, all right. Like, they're, they're phasing him down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. He bounces back a little bit. I mean, you get the. The Rumble 02 is pretty fun. But then, yeah, WrestleMania is just Kane. So I like the Edge series, but, yeah, I'd rather have the Benoit series anyway. So Yeah, I think that's good. Well, Chad, I think you're my last hope for anything WCW on here. Oh, we can't do No, we're doing WWE. I didn't know that it was WWF. It would have been a very different list. WCW could be its own draft. Yeah, that's his own thing. I'm sitting here and I'm like, ain't nobody take Lex Luger yet? What is going on? Yeah, no, WWE only. I think you were going to say take like something from the 70s or whatever. Oh, no, I wasn't even a twinkle in a twinkle at that point. Yeah, Chad, you are up. I, I guess I got a gimmick going, and I'm really going to hammer it home that I'm the uh, modern guy. Nobody before 2000. <laughs> um, uh, and I don't know. This is a surprising pick even as I say it. But I'm going to do Johnny Gargano. <laughs> take over Philly through wow. take over Phoenix. You get the August match. You get the Ciampa feud, and then you get the Ricochet match too to book. I love that Ricochet match. So I mean, in reality, it's incredible. I did not see that coming. Yeah, there you go. My wrestling chatty. I tried so hard with Gorgano, but like my, I kept coming back to what I kept saying in the GWWE, which is like, I just never want to watch these matches again. And I'm like, oh, then I can't. 
I, I can't put it on the list, and it's it's. But too that bad is to... his best stuff. I mean, oh, like, yeah, I agree. That's probably the most rewatchable stuff if you had to have it because you don't get the coal. That coal is New the York. wrong one, yeah. The, um, the coal yeah. feud was tough for me. The third Siampa match is, it's like, all right, guys, but it's still like if you're invested in that feud, but yeah. Listen, you got to ca- stop calling him Siampa. Shiampa. That's, that's like right there. I can't say him and Lawler. Those are the two. And I actually said Lawler pretty good there. There you go. What do you normally say for Lawler? Lawler. Oh, like Lawler? Okay. Yeah, right. like Lawler. Fucking Lawler. He definitely needs a Lawler. Shiampa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you chance. can also go with Gargano. Could have gone, you know, like, like August 16 to 17. So you got the DIY revival stuff in there. You yeah. could. You could. <laughs> Can I make my pick? No, no. <laughs> yes. Did you like um, not to steal your not to steal a pick or anything? No, no. Like I look, it's like I, I feel like it's an embarrassment of riches right now. Like, and I don't. I'm actually like I don't know what to pick because like there's there's like so many good things left. Um, Here, I, I will I will help you make your pick. All right, pick the top pick on your board that is unselected. No, that's the problem I'm having is I don't want to pick it. <laughs> then, then pick the look, last thing on your list. This this pick was always going to be Sid Justice. I don't care if it's only three months. I don't care. But I'm not doing that now because there's too much on the board. Um. Okay. Okay. <laughs> September 2001. September. To September 2002. Give me The Rock. Mm. Mm. Um, this is, and I want you to know this is the third highest pick on my board, but it feels insane that he's not picked. Yeah. Um, I would have liked Sean. It was the same thing. I'm like, how do you not have like one Sean year on here? I have a Sean higher than him on this list, but I, I don't know, man, this feels right because this, I mean, his run here is really phenomenal. Yeah. Like you get, you get the, um, I mean, the stuff with Booker T is fun, but he's great in the Alliance stuff. You get all the oh my god! I didn't even think about it. you get the Jericho stuff in this mm-hmm. era too. Yeah. Oh, this is a good pick for the sixth round. I feel you get an incredible match at. Um, I love the is it no that's in the two thousand one. Um, I just love the build and everything to WrestleMania eighteen. I think he's so good in that. And then you get him back in the summer. I know he's inactive, but that triple threat at Vengeance is it's worth phenomenal. it. Yeah, Vengeance and SummerSlam mm-hmm. alone. And then he puts it. over Brock, and that Brock match is incredible. So. I left That's another lot. reason I had considered Angle August, August 0102 was to get the Ray match, but also the Vengeance match. But like I said, yeah. I wanted the Shane one, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, I think I left some good stuff on the board that might be ahead of it, but I think the Rock's a solid pick. Well, it feels like we have all the big stars, like with Riddle taking Cena. So we got Cena, Rock, Sean, Hogan, Austin, Kurt, Flair, Savage. Yeah. Reigns, Brett. Like, like, I feel like we have Punk. Like, I feel like Brian. Like, I feel like we have every keystone star of the modern era i mean obviously unless riddle takes them we don't have like bruno or anything but like we have you know we have all the the big names out here you know no andre or whatever yeah i'm trying to think on who you might not have yet oh i was trying to (laughs) Uh, i got it yeah there's one i got i got two that would be my next two but Uh, there's one for sure yeah Ah man, this is, is, is uh... Steve gonna sing Bohemian Rhapsody now because that would be fitting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, that's, 
Ah, man, this is... Uh... I see a little silhouette of a Steve. It's got a moosh. A moosh. A little uh, me this. Uh, you know what? I know. Uh, I don't, I'm sure Aaron obviously wasn't going to try to steal my thunder, but uh, just be, only because I just having just rewatched it very recently in terms of my chrono watching. I'm also going to take a year for the rock, but I'm going to mm-hmm. go April 2000 to April 2001. Yeah. Um, you have, you know, I, 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 that WrestleMania four way, I like that match a lot more than a lot of other people do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, the backlash, you know, is 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 a great match. I mean, the pop Austin gets when he comes out to save Rock is just incredible. Um, the Iron Man at Judgment Day, I think, is criminally forgotten as to mm-hmm. how epic of a match it was. Um, the six man King of the Rings is okay, but the Benoit match is fully loaded is great. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, the the triple threat SummerSlam is really good, even though Angle gets concussed. Um, the four way at Unforgiven is is pretty good. The match with Angle and No Mercy is great. The match with Rikishi Survivor Series mm-hmm. is surprisingly fun. Obviously, the Hell in a Cell at Armageddon it speaks for itself. Uh, he has a great showing in the Rumble. Um, then the match with Angle and No Way Out is great, and then obviously the match with Austin at 17 speaks for itself. And then you include obviously. Do you get both team. manias? No, you don't I, need. You don't care. Right? Who gives a shit about 2000? So you're good. So as long as you get April 1st, 01, that's what matters. I yes, think and, you still get well, I think both though. 2000 was April 2nd. So, yeah. Okay, so you're good. So yeah, you, you get. Both. get right. So, you so get it's both. like it's yeah. like five to six. You get both. Yeah, yeah you get both. So mm-hmm. and again, just you know the TV in between and. You know, during that time when they were kind of, you know, they were without their golden goose in Austin, mm-hmm. I think Rock slid into that role very easily and very comfortably, and he picked yeah. up the slack big time. Um, obviously, he had great, you know, supporting players with them, Triple H, Benoit, Jericho, um, Taker, Kane, Angle. So, you know, it was just such a really great run for him, and I think that's a, I think that's a great way to close things out. There yeah, is. you mean you can't go wrong, and and. Just like that, what is this? Six, six fours or 24, 24 up, 24 down here. Uh, recapping the draft before we go over what's still on our honorable mentions list. We've got Steve with the first overall pick going Brett from November 96, November 97, Sammy, uh, Zane from April 22 to April 23, Daniel Bryan from April 13 to April 14, The Demolition from April 89 to April 90. The John Cena from September 06 to September 07, and the the, the Rock from April 00 to April 01. Uh, Aaron goes second, has Stone Cold from December 97 to December 98. The uh, Ric Flair from November 91 to November 92. Macho Man from March 91 to March 92. Roman Reigns from August 20 to August 21. Uh, the Undertaker from September 97 to September 98. And then The Rock. From the same te- same date range, but 01 to 02, uh, Chad went third. Had June 11 to June 12, Stone Cold from December 2000 to December 2001, Brock Lesnar from August 2014 to August 2015, Jer- Chris Jericho from May 08 to May 09, Eddie Guerrero from August 03 to August 04, and John Gargano from January 18 to January 19. And then we've got JT and bringing up the back end of the pack with Mr. McMahon from April 98 to April 99, Hulk Hogan from April 86 to April 87, Stone Cold Steve Austin from November 96 to November 97, the Ultimate Warrior from April 98 to April 99, 
the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels from March 97 to March 98. And then Kurt Angle from October 2000 to October 2001. What? Another win for me. Another mm. one for the kids. It's solid. It, it is. It's tough to say. Like, uh, <coughs> just looking back at everything, I think maybe because I'm just fuzzy on a couple of like, couple of these years in general. But uh, the uh, the listening audience and the viewing audience definitely has their work cut out for them if they're even giving us draft grades. Uh, but. Uh, Aaron, of your list of 47, how many did you have to mark off? Uh, how much did we take from that list? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, about 10. Okay. So almost half the draft. Yeah. Like on your board, not oh, including your picks. Yeah. Not including mine. So then half the draft board was included. Yeah. And I mean, there, his six. Yeah. There were so many, like, like the Sean one, I was like, like that was higher on my list was April 2008 to April 2009 because you get all the Jericho stuff and you get the Undertaker feud and the Undertaker match when we talked about tag teams I was right on the cusp of taking the revival from December 15 to December 16 because you get both American Alpha takeovers you get both Gargano Ciampa matches Ciampa I sneak. I think like it a is sneak, Escalade. I'm 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 actually surprised nobody took AJ Styles 2016. That yeah. was that was Rumble 2016 to Rumble 2017 as well. Yeah, that was that was on my. When I said I had four picks, it was Sean, Kurt, AJ from April to April, and then um, Triple H January 2000 to January 2001. Yeah, that's the one. The that's the feud, the Benoit yeah. matches, like the, like all that stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think there's also two. Like I think. There's a sneaky women's pick here, which was uh, Bailey from July 2015 to when she debuts on the main yeah. roster. Mm-hmm. I think that's an incredible babyface run. I was just too fuzzy on like, like I was thinking, oh, there must be a Charlotte run or something. Like, but I was just like, I'm too fuzzy on the exact dates yeah. and the modern yeah. stuff. Yeah. I, like I was that. almost thinking um, Bailey when she turned heel in October 19 to October 20. That's good too. It's just so much of that right. is during the pandemic, so it's hurt. And another right. sneaky one that I think like I probably would have gotten heat for the pick, but the matches are all incredible. Um, from Takeover New Orleans to Takeover New York, Velveteen Dream. He was like hmm. on another. I level. would take it honestly, like a a star that will be maligned for Forever. probably all the right reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but, but two, the work was scandal proof. The man, not so much. No, but, but the, every uh, match was like this match of survival that he had to go through, which was so much fun. And, and you, so if and you, you hate him, it was good for you to watch. Right. And you stack on top of that the character work that Velveteen Dream did. Yeah, he was very good. Through mm-hmm. all of those matches, it it's it's borderline it's borderline up there. Um, I had I had Brett August ninety three to August ninety four as well, where you get the Lawler yeah. stuff, and then mm-hmm. like you get the Brett uh, Quebecers match, mm-hmm. you get the Owen stuff. The problem with that, yeah. The problem with that one is you get that awful Survivor Series match. I know, but you get the kid match on Raw, like that helps offset yeah. it. So there's like a lot of good stuff in there, and, well, and you mean, get the Brett moment could, of winning at twenty. I mean, you could do it. You could do it like from right after that match. And get all that stuff. Yeah, but the just, fall of 94 is just mm. crappy. I mean, I guess you could... Oh, you get Backlund. 
Yeah, but I really wanted the Lawler match at SummerSlam. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I assume yeah. you get both. I didn't look at the exact dates yet, but I, I don't know if you get both SummerSlams. Um, and then also, uh, I looked at Brock August 13 to August 14. Oh, because yeah. Because you get the mm. Punk match, and then you get the Streak Ender. Um, but you don't get. The but you don't get a lot else otherwise. Yeah, yeah. You don't. Right. You, you any... don't get SummerSlam 14, and this, he doesn't do much else. You get the Big Show match in Pittsburgh. But was um, anybody else thinking about Brock? His first year, I thought about it. Yeah, that's oh, a two, really those three. One too. Yeah, because you get yeah. you get the Rock stuff and you get the Undertaker like Hell in a Cell, and if you stretch it right, you get the main event of nineteen, which is excellent. Yeah, I right. also thought uh, I also thought about doing Kurt from April O two to April O three because you got like all the mm. the SmackDown six stuff, and you get and then the Brock match at uh at Mania. I also thought about uh Edge and Christian from. Yeah, Mania, I had that too. 2000 to Mania, yeah. 2001, just for all the for the TLC stuff. Yeah. Who are, who are the biggest names you had on your list that were not picked? Bob Backlund. Yeah. April 1980 through April 1981 is a great stretch yeah. uh, where you get the Patera Texas Death match. You get the Slaughter stuff, uh, some Hanson stuff. It's a great year. I mean, Triple H, I think, the. And up there yeah. is like the biggest name. Triple H. Yeah. I, I went uh, October 99 through October 2000 for him. Um, mm-hmm. Batista wasn't selected. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's kind of tough to lock down. I had yeah. WrestleMania Orton 23 too. through 24. Yeah, Orton. Yeah. I didn't what love about, it. Nobody picked Foley either, but he's another one. Foley right? was yeah. also tough to lock down. The yeah. problem I had with Foley is it's almost like – in many ways, his worst run is fall 99, and then it's followed up by, like, his best for that two-month stretch right. versus Triple H. You can like maybe go, like, September 96 to 97, because then you get the all the Triple H stuff, but you also get the Sean yeah. match, and you get some of the end of the Taker stuff. Um, yeah, he's a tough one. I had... Um, what's the other one on here? I'm surprised all the Hogan's went. Like, none of us took the Mega Powers run uh, uh of hogan or savage i thought about savage 88 to 89 uh, yeah from so four to five. The, the savage i did have was april 88 through april 89 no. but but excusing the um tournament actual the wrestlemania four like starting yeah, after that yeah. so you get the dbrc like msg matches and then I've really liked, like, I'm watching April 1989 right now, and I love the way he turns completely heel so quick. Because when you get to that MSG and that Maple Leaf Garden show at the end of April 89, like, him and Sherry are just, I mean, They're completely awesome. full-on heels. Yep. Not only as yep. a Christian, you could have gone the Hardys April to April yeah. as well. Like, I mean, it just kind of depends on who your, who your favorites yeah. are. If you go Jeff Hardy, like, mid-2000, like, August, you get the two Summer Slams. From SummerSlam 2000 to SummerSlam yeah, yeah. 2001, because then you also get too. the RVD stuff in there yeah. with it. The yeah, uh, winning the IC title from Triple H. That's right. Yep. Yeah, that's a good one that could have went a sneaky one. I mean, Rollins from like um, I had him from November 14, November 15. So you get uh, the Survivor Series with Sting. You get the Rumble match, the three way. You get the um, cash in. And you get like the early parts of his reign, plus the Cena match, a SummerSlam, the Sting match. Like, so that's that's one I had. If we had like eight or nine picks, he might have gotten in. Um, mm-hmm. He was down the list, but the AJ is like to me is like the biggest one because that that year is so good. Yeah, yeah. Ambrose was a tough one to, to hammer down too. Yeah, but there's nothing really. Yeah, for him. Mm. And then the other one I had was this Punk, Punk March of twelve to March of thirteen. Um, 
So you would have had like kind of the you missed the fall. I was trying to think like so then you get his dominant run of all of twelve and you get the taker match at thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um if you I, I was thinking about Sammy also for like his uh NXT run, like how yeah, yeah. This is like, you know, maybe well, like December thirteen to fourteen where he wins the title from Neville, plus you also got the the match with Cesaro at uh, arrival, even though it's yeah. not as good as the two out of three. I'm just but... not as sharp on NXT. I tried to think on some of the stuff, but it's like there's yeah, other I'm guys surprised. in there. A great... I'm surprised like Kevin Owens didn't go. Yeah. Like Kevin, Kevin from his NXT debut until a year after that, I think, because he's not in. Is he in NXT for a full year? No, he's in it for no, a few I... months, like six months. Yeah, but you want to get the, you want to get the Cena matches, so you want to get at least until right. whatever that is July. Yeah, you 15. could do that. You could do like the takeover. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, the one in December 14, and go to December 15, and you'll get all that good stuff. Yeah. The Sammy run that I was thinking about was um, TakeOver Dallas to WrestleMania the next year. Because you yeah, get the Nakamura. With him versus Nakamura. But then you yeah. get, when he comes to the main roster, he's in all those Intercontinental matches with The Miz and Cesaro. He's got a great feud with Owens that he, at Battleground, they have an incredible match. So, And do you also get the open challenge? No, that's in 15. No, that was a year before. That was, okay. yeah, in Montreal. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, that was is... a lot of fun. Um, yep. Yeah. So you know, we'll you know we'll talk about maybe doing the WCW one like we we hinted at. But if you have any that we didn't name as honorable mentions or take, like let us know in the comments for sure. We'll be back in two weeks uh, with another draft yet again. And of course, next week Aaron and I will be here breaking down another installment of our greatest duty world title change project that we got going on. So check out everything we have to offer the North South Connection. We're doing video content every day, whether it's long form podcasts or shorts. And then we have audio only content as well. Uh, and then we have some crossover stuff. So if you go to NorthSouthConnection.com, you catch everything or just follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We're all over it. I want to thank everyone involved. Thank you for watching. Drop the dookie. We're out. Talk to you soon. Sid, if you're listening, I'm sorry I didn't pick you. Focus!
times out of ten, we listened to our music at night. Thus spawned the title of this program. The word maraud means to loot. In this case, we maraud 